How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. And it is Thursday, one day away from Friday. And there is a very good chance that you are not working today. A lot of people aren't. I'll I'll give you that. And certainly those in talk radio. You're going to hear a lot of substitute hosts this week, but no, no, no. I am here. I am here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I don't want to make a habit out of this because uh, yesterday I did start with a, a montage, but I think we're going to have to start with a montage. We're going to need a montage. Montage. Ooh, montage. montage, yeah. Show lots of things happening at once. Remind everyone of what's going on. What's and with every shot, show a little improvement to show it what would take to Here is the montage that I put up this morning. Well, I think it's certainly self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies, I'll let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported the insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Anyway. Your power's a weak old man. You can't win enough. Strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Trump is gaining. The more that he is prosecuted, the more that he is condemned, the higher his numbers go as people rally around him. And I would say to the judges, you're actually making it more likely that Donald Trump is elected next November by how you are pursuing this. Right now, he's beating Joe Biden clearly nationwide. And now it's on. We won the last election. My campaign was perfection. They stole the vote, and we all know. They raided Mar-a-Lago. The FBI has got to go. They're not our friend. They are our foe. We're not gonna take it. You're not gonna take it, and you're not gonna take it anymore. This is Sean Ferris, by the way. Hillary deleted all her emails. Yes, she did. And Hunter Biden should be in jail. You think? You know I am right, and they are wrong. We'll win come this November, and this crap we will remember. Oh yeah. Once and for all, let's drain the swamp. We're not gonna take it. 
You're not gonna take it. We're not gonna take it anymore. Believe me, we're not gonna take it. I just have to tell you. There you go. That is uh, Sean Farish did that for us, uh, well, about a year and a half, two years ago, and uh, look, it's kind of making sense, isn't it? We're not going to take it anymore. We're kind of done with the uh, the nonsense, aren't we? Aren't we kind of done with the nonsense? Are you kind of done with uh, the Democrat Party? I mean, where are you going to go if you continue down this road with the Democrat Party? Are your transgender kids going to revert back to the other gender? <laughs> really, honestly, is, is the is the border, uh, the, the northern border? I mean, what the hell is going to what, what? How much? What what positive is going to happen from any of the uh, any of the policies of the uh, of the Democrat Party right now for the good of the country? Right. I mean, you, every day we wake up, we look at the news, and there is a knot in our stomachs. Is, and it is, wow, what are they doing today? What sort of abuse and usurpation are they going to do to us today? And then we find out more and more and more, like, oh, I don't know, January the 6th. That looks kind of like it was an inside job. Huh, huh. It looks like maybe the uh, 2020 election was tampered with majorly by, uh, let's see, the FBI, the DHS, uh, the IRS. Uh, I could go on and on and on all influencing uh, the uh, social media and the mainstream media to lie about everything. You couldn't say anything about COVID protocols. You couldn't say anything about the vaccine. You couldn't say anything about Russian collusion, all of this stuff. And now we're watching this house of cards burned to the ground. And we've got to keep burning it down. That's, That's violent. No, 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 no. Figuratively burning down the house of cards that they have built because the you ain't going to put a, a cork back in this bottle. They're not going to put a cork back in this bottle. We have laid bare the absolute malfeasance of the deep state, the federal government. Every agency has been laid bare for what they are. They are massive, massive money laundering opportunities for donors. Uh, They are massive uh, ways to control people in their thoughts and behavior, and ultimately uh, not for the net good of the people. And I love the fact, I mean, I've always had it in for the IRS, don't get me wrong. But now we know the IRS uh, is, uh, is, is corrupt beyond belief, covering up the crimes of uh, Joe Biden, among others, while going after you. <laughs> the CDC lied to you about COVID. The HHS lied to you about COVID. All of the things. You got the DHS created the Disinformation Governance Board, then worked with these, uh, these government NGOs like the Stanford Virality Project and GDI and NewsGuard to not only shut down your speech, your truth, which is the truth, to promote the government untruth, and then and then go after advertisers to keep conservative media from being able to make a living? Are you kidding me? All of it has come together right now, and I'm telling you guys, we are witnessing history now. And we've got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. We've got speed bumps. We've got mountains to climb. We've got tribulations before the Enlightenment, but we are on the way. We're on the way. And realize every day that you wake up with a knot in your stomach and you go, what are we going to do? The Democrat Party wakes up every single day and they realize this man is their president. We're doing it by building an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, not the top down. Not a whole lot trickle down on my dad's kitchen table with the top down economy. But when you mill from the building, you increase the middle class, poor have a shot and the wealthy still do very well. The middle class does well, and we all do well. That's what we call Bidenomics. 
across the country. Um, the middle class was being destroyed. You know that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Wages for workers are up. Black wealth is a record up record 60% since the pandemic. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Go tell that to the people of Baltimore and Chicago. Pandemic. So many of you, look. Listen to the tepid golf applause. We're just, I mean this is from the bottom of my heart. We're just wow. getting started. Oh. Yeah, I went to oh. the Supreme Court my, to eliminate student debt it was out there. And guess what? Yeah. Supreme Court ruled against it, but I've still got 136 million people's debt relieved. I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population in the country. And uh, as they say, the saying goes, where I come, you bring me to the dance early on. Yeah, yeah. That's your president. That's the president that the IRS and the and the, the FBI and other government agencies uh, essentially put into office in 2020 by just lying to you about everything and the Intel letter and the Hunter laptop and the the uh, you know all of the the money coming from all of our enemies into the Biden family through LLCs and all that. They covered it all up. They covered it all up. Started with the IRS, moved on to the FBI and all government agencies involved covering it up. And they were able to uh, to uh, get Joe Biden in the White House. And here we are three years later, and where the heck are we? Come on, tell me how good things are. Please, tell me how good things are. This is uh, something that might get some uh, Democrats upset, because usually they don't give a crap about humans, but uh, they do care about dogs and other animals. Animal shelters around the nation are overcrowded and bursting at the seams, often with larger dogs. This is from uh, the, uh, the AP. Kane is a big, buoyant dog looking for a home, but lately he's spending a lot of time at the office. It's hard to have a dog when you live in your car. I'm just gonna, it's really hard to have a dog when you don't have a home. That's the only thing here. Animal shelters around the U.S. bursting at the seams amid the rising cost of living. So the gray and white seven-year-old has been staying in a worker's office at the Mohawk Hudson Humane Society while waiting adoption. The shelter near Albany, Albany New York is, is beyond full. It's kind of weird. I think uh, the, the uh, governor Massachusetts wants to uh, wants you to adopt a uh, an illegal immigrant, have him move into your house. Uh, no, I don't think so. I'd rather have a dog, to be quite honest, because uh, you know, dogs uh, sometimes don't have never have criminal records. I should say. You're saying that because you think all the illegals have a criminal record? No, I just they're not being screened for anything. You could you could have smallpox. You can come on in, come on. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? At least I know the dog is at shots. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, Kane, along with his crate, dog bed, and chewy toys, has to share uh, space with a staffer, a desk, and file cabinets. He's one of our office fosters, as we're calling it. Uh, they uh, are here all day and all night. They are not going into the kennel because we don't have the kennel for them to go into. So there you go. I'm a sucker, by the way, for those uh, dog adoption videos. I mean, I get blubbery and all that stuff. Usually when I'm done with my show prep uh, late in the evening, I'll wrap things up with maybe some Humane Society videos. And, uh, you know, if you think that's bad, you should see the foster care um, uh, program in the United States of America. It's even worse. And it's not getting any better. But uh, you know what? I, I, I feel uh, optimistic. I feel optimistic about a number of things, including, by the way, uh, that uh, we're going to turn this around. This, this Colorado ruling against Donald Trump keeping him off the ballot has really blown up in the left's face. 
So that's a real positive. I've got lots of uh, audio on that today. This is Nigel Farage. He is a, uh, well, he created Brexit. And uh, here he is on his uh, his TV show talking about Joe Biden, his polling, and the prospects of his next presidency. Um, and do you sort of understand why I'm saying and writing and, and commenting that <clears throat> the Dems will dump Biden? That it's all becoming too awkward. I mean, they've got their convention in July of next year. I mean, they can't stick with this man, can they? <laughs> Well, logic would say, how can they stick with a man with unprecedentedly low uh, popularity? That in his brain doesn't work. Uh, there is that. Ratings, but, you know, with every passing week and every passing day, uh, it looks more difficult and head scratching that how are they going to gracefully dump Biden? But um, I'm with you. I, I, I don't think uh, when the day arrives that he'll be the nominee. But I don't. Yet. I said that um, before the 2020 election. I know how we'll get there. No, well, I guess the convention will be a very, very big moment in July for the Democrats in 2024. And who knows? Maybe it's going to be the governor of California. Maybe he stays. I just can't see it. He won't be the candidate because he's not physically or mentally able to do so. Uh, if you don't believe me, uh, ask uh, Jill Biden. Jill Biden is now essentially his caregiver. And this is uh, Tommy Lauren talking about uh, Jill Biden assuming the role of caregiver for the president, and uh, also exposing what that says about Jill Biden. Well, I certainly didn't vote for Joe Biden, but I don't think anybody voted for Jill Biden. And I'll say this, it's nice to see that she's showing some concern about her husband. Any wife, no matter what side of the political aisle you sit on, should show concern for their spouse, for their husband. But she should show the same concern. And if she feels like he can't do the job, she should ask him not to do the job. She should ask him not to run for re-election. If she's really so putting him up to this task, not only for him. Usually you want your president to be able to go to the bathroom by themselves, unlike, uh, well, Diane Feinstein. She wasn't able to do that, but they kept her as a senator until she died. His health, but for the health of our nation. And as far as this being a planted story that he's rearing to go and aides are saying that maybe... I believe Diane Feinstein is still voting. He should rest. Either way you spin that story, it doesn't look good because it means that his aides are not confident in his ability to speak, his ability to perform. You see them white-knuckling it every time he's allowed to go off prompter even when he is using the prompter they're terrified of what he might say yeah and uh, realize that no matter what we go through every day the democrat party has to deal with what they wrought and we're going to turn it around how's that sound i think it sounds pretty good all right so we've got lots coming up on the uh, show including my very first video viral video to have a million views on my video i know crazy crazy i'll tell you what it is Coming up, here's the number, 800-922-6680. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Come on, sing it's to me. the most wonderful time of the year. And it's getting better, yeah. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be a be good, a good cheer. cheer. Come on. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And even better, Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Here is Jim Gossett. He's the worst. 
worst president in history. Worse than Carter. You never thought it was possible. Joe Biden is failing. How he deserves jailing. How corrupt can you be? Not as corrupt as he is. He's the worst president in history. I would be embarrassed if I voted for him. He's the worst president we've ever had. Even the dead people who voted for him are embarrassed. Yes, Joe's a disaster. He's made things worse faster. His record so sad. People have voted multiple times. He's the worst president we've ever had. Some Democrats are embarrassed 20 times. His administration is causing inflation with his liberal policies. Vote harvesters. Joe's massive taxation will destroy this nation if Democrats do as they please. president in history and i didn't vote for him ha 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 joe's given out orders for wide open borders are we too blind to see how's that working for you he is bad beyond belief from joe we need relief he's the worst commander I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, this morning I get a uh, uh, a text from Sean Farish. He's the guy who does our Trump impression. You heard him earlier in the show. He's an amazing guy. He goes, dude, you almost uh, had a million views on this video. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, what are you talking about? He goes, your Hummer video. I'm like, which one are you talking about? The one that I did in college? <laughs> Just kidding. It's a joke. No, uh, it's a video that I did uh, a couple weeks ago when I went to a local Hummer dealership. They have electric Hummers, and they've been sitting on the lot for over a year. Here's some audio of the video. Well, here we go again. We're at another car dealership looking at EVs that won't sell. There's a couple of the new Hummers uh, that have been sitting here for about a year. Over here, we've got a couple of these new electric Hummers right there. There you go. And look at that new electric Hummer right there over... So anyway, I won't belabor you with the video. You can go to my Instagram page. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're not selling because they have a battery that weighs 2,900 pounds. And I had mentioned that if you plug it into a 110, it takes seven days. And I had a bunch of snarky libs say, well, yeah, but you got a fast charger and all that. Well, the problem with the fast charge is the amount of power. The reason why I said it takes seven days is because it takes so much power. Listen to this. This video is going viral right now. I am just doing a quick little video here just to give people an idea of how much energy it takes to charge an electric vehicle. There's a guy who has an electric vehicle. This is a 350 kilowatt station. I'm consuming roughly 137 kilowatts. It'll fluctuate. Sometimes I can go up to the full 350. Yeah. Uh -huh. But to put this into perspective, an average home consumes 1.25 kilowatts wow, per hour. Wow, that's crazy. 135 kilowatts per hour. Huh. It's like the equivalent of 106 homes. You're killing the, the rainforest. Just this one station. And puppies. Now, if I was going to get the full 350 kilowatts like these can supply, <laughs> that would be the equivalent of 280 homes. Yeah, yeah. Now, think about all six chargers running at full capacity uh-huh that's like 1080 homes on the grid just a little food for thought that's it's things people don't realize the amount of energy it takes 
Yeah, and by the way, and I've mentioned that uh, uh, EV technology is 130 years old. And the reason why it hasn't worked out is not because of big oil. It's because it's worthless. It is essentially a buggy. Now, I got no problem with, uh, with an EV for a commuter car or a golf cart or your push mower or a leaf blower or, you know, that. But they will never tow. They will never be work vehicles. They will never be ships. They will never be tanks. They will never be trains. That's just the way it is. Hybrids are cool. One million views. And by the way, Buick dealers like the one I went to are saying no to EVs. That's coming up. And then we'll get into the Trump Colorado stuff. Ooh, I got some good stuff there. Don't go anywhere. Hey guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's twchealth slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. By the way, I just want to remind you, if you can, if you have the means, give to the Salvation Army. It's always been very near and dear to me, the Salvation Army. I've worked for 30-plus years of my life for the Salvation Army, with the Salvation Army, I should say. And uh, my mother, she really uh, kind of instilled that in me. And every Salvation Army colonel that I've ever met, anyone ever I've met in charge of uh, local Salvation Army, they live, uh, essentially, they, they uh, avow a poverty. And, and they are completely devoted to helping out those in need. So if you, uh, if you see a kettle, uh, you know, some of them have these new, uh, that you can put your credit card and you can do a 5 10 or a $20 amount. Just I literally just, whoop, right there, done. That's what I did the other day in front of my Walmart. And, uh, and I did it twice, actually, because I, I, the first take I screwed up. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyway, if you would give to the Salvation Army, that would be uh, it would be wonderful, or your local food bank, because a lot of people are are suffering. Uh, I want to mention one more thing before we dive into the uh, uh, Donald Trump uh, removal from the Colorado ballot, which is going to—I mean, it's blowing up in the Democrats' faces. They're going to try to get him off of uh, the California ballot and others, but it's about to it's about to get all sorts of ugly. Half of Buick dealers across the United States have opted to take buyouts from GM to avoid having to sell EVs. 
Yeah. According to GM, 1,000 of its nearly 2,000 Buick dealerships across the U.S. chose to uh, take buyouts. Now, up here at this uh, dealership that I got the million views on the Hummer, electric Hummer video, they've had four $130,000 Hummers sitting there for a year and a half, two years. Can't get rid of them. And so the buyouts mean that GM will just have about 1,000 Buick dealerships uh, nationwide as the automaker moves forward with adhering to Joe Biden's green energy thing. Uh, apparently, dealers who are taking the buyout would give up the Buick franchise and no longer sell the brand. So badly, they want to get rid of the Buick brand if it means they have to sell EVs. So there you go. Now, uh, the, the move has come after Detroit automakers gave them a choice. Invest at least $300,000 per dealership to sell and service EVs or exit the Buick franchise. It looks like half of their dealerships are saying, all right, screw it. We're done. There you go. Let's go to Christopher in Catonsville real quick. Hello there, Christopher. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Well, I called to um, point out something about the, the January 6th people, and I was feeling all negative, but you've overwhelmed me with joy and stuff, so that's out. Um, <laughs> and I come to a dumb uh, observation. Wouldn't the best boycott be boycotting Let's Go Branding Clips snake oil? I'm not sure what you mean. That means everything that, you, that we hear that is, uh, that is an obvious let's go Brandon clips that's a total lie, be treated like that and not, you know, not uh, fortified and, you know, paid for over and over and over again. Like, like say, the don't say, gay, uh, don't say gay thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I do is I play those clips to uh, point out their absurdity yeah. and, oh, make, and make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. yes, point yeah, out, yeah. absolutely. Uh, and uh, apply them to other things like, you know, ribbons, like, you know, little penalty like, flags. Like what? Like like penalty flags. And you can say, uh-huh, that, you know, uh, we can't be buying this anymore. There's nothing, you know, <laughs> this is a let's go branding clip, you know. Yeah. We, uh, we are not paying for this anymore. All right, very good. Well, I appreciate that, Christopher. Thanks sure, for the thank phone call, bro, and have a... Uh, all right, thank you. Have a uh, have a glorious day. Have a glorious. Remember when uh, Joe Biden said this about what was it? It was earlier this year, I believe. Listen carefully to this sinister, awful, wretched, corrupt, shriveled up little man. We just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by uh, if we uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our constitution, does not become the next president again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, the American people are saying, uh, bleep Joe Biden. You know, think about that. Joe Biden was in office literally maybe six months before crowds started screaming, bleep Joe Biden. Because he's such a terrible president. And also, people didn't believe, you know, what happened in 2020. And now we know that the FBI was involved. That it was rigged. It was rigged. People knew it then. And now they're trying to double down on it. They're trying to rally people. Uh, to to support him to go against Trump, and it's making Trump bigger and better and more powerful. It, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, somebody sent me this this morning. This is a definition of an insurrection, by the way. The act of an instance of open revolt against civil authority or a constituted government, a rise up, uprising, the act of rising against civil authority or governmental restraint, specifically the armed resistance of a number of persons to the power of the state, incipient or limited rebellion. There were no weapons on January the 6th, and, Joe, and Donald Trump was nowhere nearby. And he also did a video while it was happening saying, go home in peace. And, conveniently, 
the video was taken down before it could even go up on YouTube or Twitter or anything. Oh, yeah, and the FBI was involved in that. This is Alan Dershowitz with uh, the uh, nonsense of this uh, Democrat uh, Supreme Court's decision itself autonomously to do the bidding of Congress and remove the president, the previous president of the United States, from the ballot. In the 60 years I've been practicing and teaching law, I've never seen a decision that is so anti-democratic and so unconstitutional. It is absurd. Uh, the idea that the 14th Amendment was supposed to be substitute for the impeachment provision carefully drafted by the framers um, is wrong. Um, if you want to impeach a president, if you want to make him not run, be able to run. And they did, and it failed. They found no evidence that he uh, participated or led an insurrection. That was discovered by Congress. End of story. The future, there's a provision. It requires a two-thirds vote of the Senate. But the idea that the framers of the 14th Amendment intended to circumvent that carefully drawn provision and, and simply allow any state to make up uh, grounds for denying him the right to be on the ballot uh, undercuts uh, democracy. The 14th Amendment itself is very clear. It says in Section 5, the Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation yeah. the provisions of this article. The Congress. Yeah. That's the United States Congress. There's no provision in the 14th Amendment for any state or certainly any state court to interfere with the right to vote by its citizens. So uh, this is a terrible, terrible decision. It will cause disarray. It will, If it were to be affirmed by the Supreme Court, which I doubt it will be, it would cause distrust in the electoral process. Oh, no, it would, be, it would cause more than that. I'll just leave it at that. It would not cause distrust. It would cause a massive uprising in this country by about half of its citizens. It would. People are done. People are done being run over. People are done being told what to think and how to think and what think is good and what think is bad and what you can say and what they decide they're going to take down on your social media and what they're going to flag as disinformation or misinformation. And the people who are getting hit by that to the tune of over 100 million people, they're freaking done with it. They're tired of being gaslit. They're tired of being lied to. They're tired of being told that uh, the, the sky is green. They get it. And they're done with the nonsense. Here's a little bit more from Alan Dershowitz about Colorado. Because what we're going to see is tit-for-tat retaliation by Republicans. Yes, they're going to take Biden off the ballot. They're going to do that. They're going to find some excuse for saying it's an insurrection. And they're going to fight back by eliminating the primary system or figuring out other ways. After all, the Constitution doesn't really set out a process for how electors are appointed. States have a great discretion in how they appoint electors. This will throw the entire system of electing president that we've now established for over 200 years. Now do you understand why they want to pack the Supreme Court of the United States? Into disarray. It's, it's a scandal. It's a shame. The justices who wrote this decision ought to be ashamed of themselves. It's a purely partisan ploy, and the Supreme Court ought to take this up as soon as possible and get us back to the business of electing presidents based on what the well, there's an idea. people want, not what partisans want and what they can get partisan judges to enact. 
Yeah. Do you think that uh, the GOP or the, the voters really wanted John McCain or really wanted Mitt Romney? I mean, really like, oh, my God, I love those guys. They're so fantastic. Do you think that uh, that the Democrats really wanted Hillary Clinton in 2016? Because a whole lot of them wanted Bernie Sanders, but uh, they were able to pay off Bernie Sanders and tell him to shut up. It is, uh, it is amazing. Soros-backed California Lieutenant Governor Alina Kunalakis spiked it. Demands state explore every legal option to eliminate Republican hopeful from 2024 ballot as Colorado contagion spreads. Well, you, you just go for that. You just keep doing that. You might want to focus on that $68 billion deficit and the massive amount of crime and drugs and uh, fentanyl deaths in your, in your state that you've, you've turned from Eden to a crap hole. How about that? How about that? By the way, the Colorado GOP will move to a caucus system if Trump decision stands. So they're saying it could withdraw from the primary election, move to a caucus system if the ruling stands. This is from Dave Williams, chairman of the Colorado GOP. We think this is an absurd ruling, and we're going to do whatever we can to protect the rights of voters in Colorado and, frankly, across the nation if they choose Donald Trump. This is a little montage. Oh, my God, are we going to do another montage? I'm not going to play the theme song. This is a montage of rhinos and Trumpaters who uh, disagree with Colorado Supreme Court. I do not believe Donald Trump should be prevented from being president of the United States by any court. I think he should be prevented from being president of the United States by the voters of this country. I would say to the judges, as I said to the Justice Department, you're actually making it more likely that Donald Trump is elected next November by how you are pursuing this. Look, if somebody's convicted or something of, of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said- Is that DeSantis clause? And what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? I think it's completely misplaced. I think this, this Colorado Supreme Court decision is badly wrong for multiple reasons. That is uh, John Bolden, who looks like uh, a sheepdog. Uh, he looks like exactly like a sheepdog. If a sheepdog were human, John Bolden would be a sheepdog. This is Vivek Ramos. Swami, who is uh, decided he's not even going to be on the ballot. He's not even he's withdrawing from Colorado, which shows that he has uh, bigger cojones than uh, Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. Uh, well, that's a, a really ugly picture. I to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members. People switched. To he's been a real truthy lately, hadn't he? Confederacy from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. I will withdraw, I pledge to withdraw Good. from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Tr Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing, or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. Unfortunately, DeSantis Clause isn't going to do the same thing. And real quick, fellow GOP 2024 presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy. This is from Newsmax. Saying he will remove himself from the Colorado ballot unless Trump's eligibility is restored. Would you do the same? No, I think that's just playing into the left. Because it's more important that I get to be the president than the country implode. Um, I think the case will get overturned by the Supreme Court, but I've qualified for all the ballots. I'm competing in all the states, and I'm going to accumulate the delegates necessary. That's the whole name of the game in this situation. You keep telling yourself that. But I do anticipate that that decision was political and will get reversed.
There you go. Right. Okay, so Vivek is uh, leading the charge, saying he'll take part in it. DeSantis says he's going to stay, whatever. That's his business. One other soundbite before we do the break. This is uh, Christina Bob. She is a Trump attorney. And, uh, and this is why I'm so optimistic this morning. And I, and I believe this. I believe this. The people are speaking. The, the people are, are singing. The people are screaming. Oh, I can't imagine a scenario in which they will be unsuccessful. I don't even think it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a 5-4, maybe not even a, a 6-3 ruling. I think I it's going so. to be a decisive victory like all of the other cases that we've seen the vast majority all of the cases have been resolved in favor of trump being on the ballot so uh, i don't think this is going to be close and i think it's going to end up being a huge victory for donald trump because it's going to shut down all of the other pending cases you know it's, it's very disappointing that we have this ruling from the colorado supreme court That'd be but funny. at the end of the day I, I think it's going to cause uh, a resolution to this much faster than we anticipated so i think it may end up being a gift to donald trump all right we will see i'm going to take a break here barbara in baltimore you'll be up next we've got more on this and then kid rock was on with eric bowling a really fun interview last night we'll share details on that this is the rob carson show I think it's time for our favorite caller from Baltimore. Barbara, how are you? Hey, it's Rob. I just got up off the floor from you what? calling. Because you called. Now you said John Bowen looks like a sheepdog. You know he does. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. How, I, I was, I'm so glad you went to a break because I had to get myself together for a minute. <laughs> All right, so what's on your mind today, Barbara? I was, oh, so much good stuff. But let's give a shout-out to Mickey. I know he's in some big hole digging a big ditch somewhere, and uh, to Jeff and to Beverly. I just wanted to say the Supreme Court in Colorado, those judges are such punks. They stayed yeah. that order until the Supreme Court ruled for Donald Trump to be taken off. He's going to be on the ballot. And then the other option is this. The Supreme Court could hear the case on the 6th of January. Yeah. After the 4th of January, state law prevents Colorado yeah. from changing the ballot. I think they're just trying to push buttons and get everybody all upset because I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't going to fly. But it's a good thing that they went on and did it, maybe, so that now New York, California, and all the other ones who were, like, trying to line up. They'll just go away. They'll just go away. So that's we will see. Now, I don't know if you do this, but uh, there were several uh, justices in California who or in Colorado who said uh, one of them said this is uh, Justice Carlos Samore. He said there was no tr fair trial. I have been involved in the justice system for 33 years. And what took place here doesn't resemble anything I've seen in a courtroom. That's one of the dissenting <laughs> opinions in Colorado. So these other justices put pure partisan politics ahead of jurisprudence to take down and that is kangaroo Cuba, and they they need to lose their positions. They need to be impeached and removed they from really office. Should. Will, will that happen really in Colorado? Should. I doubt it, but I, they should be removed completely. They should. So, but what do you got planned for? Uh, what, go ahead. They could be smoking pot. You know, that's what I think they're doing. <laughs> or taking some mushrooms, anything, because everything goes out there in Colorado. You know, it doesn't matter. 
but uh, well, normally, Barbara, normally when you get high, you just want to go to Seven Eleven and get uh, <laughs> Twinkies. Uh, normally, you don't try to just upset the balance of power and destroy democracy. But anyway, Barbara, what are you doing for Christmas? By the way, what do you got going on? Well, not a whole lot because I'm I'm still doing the diet thing, so I don't do all the baking like I used to and all that sort of stuff. So just the normal everything that people do on Christmas. Nothing really special. Just you know what I said here. when I when I saw you at the uh, at the event we did in Baltimore. I said two words: "Da am." You look good. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I want twenty more pounds off. Good for you. Well, you know. You know, I'm working on it. I still got a little ways to go. Hey, God bless you, Barbara, and have a glorious Christmas and New Year. All right, very good. Yeah, that's what that justice said. Colorado Supreme Court justices uh, who would keep former President Donald Trump on the ballot raised concerns about whether due process was followed. This uh, Justice uh, Samore uh, also took issue with the courts, uh, the district court's handling of the case. He disagreed with the district court not allowing experts, experts to be deposed and the decision to limit export testimony, which is what they've been doing everywhere. Uh, and by the way, Cash Patel's got some audio on that. He, he was at the, uh, at the courthouse when this happened. He likened the case to fitting a square peg into a round hole, which the district court allowed, writing it was a procedural Frankenstein. In my view, what transpired in this litigation fell woefully short of what due process demands. That's an, a dissenting opinion by a, a Colorado Supreme Court justice. And by the way, every state that has brought this up to try to take Donald Trump off, every state has deferred and said it is not our business to do so. Colorado was the first to go wholesale communists and destroy the constitution and they're going to pay for it let's take a break and come back this is the rob carson show hi it's tony marino host of the newsmax daily podcast your daily news bulletin of newsmax's top headlines along with commentary from our hosts and experts you can learn more about all of the free podcasts including newsmax daily rob carson and jerry callahan at newsmax.com slash listen all right so coming up next hour jack smith could be disqualified because he was appointed illegally claudia gay ain't gonna be the head of harvard much longer and if you're a fan of the sopranos or goodfellas jim gossett has a christmas gift for you it is hilarious stick around hey guys it's carson christmas is almost here and i've got a really great gift idea for you Why don't you give yourself the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. I just subscribed. I love it. Get Newsmax Best Shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. You also get lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just launched and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Newsmax Plus lets you watch the Newsmax channel on your phone or home TV app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all the Donald Trump rallies. Fox News censors most of them. So get Newsmax Plus today. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus, spell out the plus, dot com. Again, start your free trial by going to NewsmaxPlus.com. That's NewsmaxPlus.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax, so try it for free today.